0: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, mm, so I that's why I put this down. So now we have all the all the big guns are out okay. Thank you. Yes, good. Thank you. So we got the 30. We got the 10. The Note 10 Plus. And we have the iPhone. We've got the Flow Max, and I'm gonna throw in the LG V50, even though technically it's not really. Well, the, the,
1: the G8X, of- Lord. I think the and that's V come series, we're I not think gonna, the we're V series
0: v. is their note, that's how I see it. But we're not
1: going to get V, this is what I'm telling yes, you. Yes I know, I know, I know, but it, <laughs> you the get the same press release as I do. Oh, yeah I don't
0: read So them, you got the,
1: the G8X press release the other day, Yeah, but you? I don't read them. Yeah, so mm. the dual screen. And, and that's a great way by. to start no, the 55th episode. I just fessed up about reading my press <laughs> releases. The 55th episode, 55th episode of the Overclocked ZA podcast that's O-V-R-C-L-K-D underscore Z-A uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for seeking us out. You only here uh, because you clicked on it and you thought we were interesting the last time and I, I, I applaud you for that. We were interesting the last time. I am joined as always by the editor of Tech Magazine, largest consumer technology publication in South Africa, Gavin Dudley. Gavin, Hello. how are you doing? Hello. Besides you're not reading your press releases. Good. I'm determined
0: <laughs> to prevent you from saying Samsung S10 this week and to keep you off the apple apple trail okay let's start we'll see it's it's gonna be an uphill struggle the whole way i am
1: just going to dive into (laughs) it so i got the note 10 the galaxy note 10 plus on review it's sitting in front of me right now he's already broken the screen folks yes because it (laughs) arrived without a case and i was doing it on the case to use (laughs) it because it's a massive phone and it's like a glass sandwich and honestly uh, off the top of my head using it for like three days intensively Get the S10 Plus. Unless you cannot live life without a S pen, get the Galaxy S10 Plus.
0: This phone is just begging to be dropped. I'm now I you know I would style myself as a Note user, I yeah. would have to say. But I mean for me the whole point about the Note is that it's slightly more business oriented, which means that it, it needs less fussy handling. It needs and this is not that phone. This phone just It's entirely contoured, where the screen meets the back of the phone is now a complete curve, there's nothing to hang on to. This thing is just waiting to fall out of your hand, man. It's terrifying. It's a beautiful device, though. It's it terrifying. really is.
1: And the, the screen is... Well,
0: those are very hard square corners. I must say, reminiscent of the Sony phones, these hard yeah. square corners. And where, where you know, typically the, the Samsung S series got nice rounded corners. You know, it's all
1: multimedia But Samsung, Samsung needs to get their, their, their battery game in Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they have shafted us again. We're getting the x the Exynos chip, which is their home-baked one instead of the I, Qualcomm I one. I don't think that's such a big deal breaker. I uh, Gavin, I mean, for... What's this? 4,300 milliamp hours on with a 6. 6.8 inch screen. Yeah, I'm getting maybe four and a half hours screen on yeah, time like yeah, that. Yeah.
0: So, what is weirding me out is that I've been spending a lot of time with mid range and entry level phones around the 3,000 rand, the 1,500 rand, the 4,000 rand, and those guys have all got 6.2, 6.4 inch screens almost as big as a note and they've got 4,000 milliamp hour batteries. So, yeah. I just don't understand why they think they can get away with a three and a half. Oh, 3,500 so hour battery. Shocker. The
1: benefits they were touting was the, like, they haven't even advanced, I'm sorry, but they haven't even advanced the camera. The camera is the exact same. They have the, the what's it, the time-of-flight camera at the back now? Yeah, yeah, at yeah. The back? No but discernible difference between mm. the, my S10 and that one so when it comes to bokeh. Okay. Bokeh. 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 Okay. The, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah, bokeh. laughs> okay. the portrait mode stuff, like, the cutouts are equal, if not the same. Like there's slight little software differences mm-hmm. that I can see in the processing, the way they're processing the mm. JPEG. But the update came out. It's coming out this week for the S10 family. Okay. What I couldn't get was a ballpark price. So give me a ballpark price for the S10. The Note 10 Plus. Uh, Note 10 Plus. The that's twenty thousand unit. Base unit twenty thousand. That's twenty thousand. Okay.
0: And that's now the same as the. Uh, iPhone 11 Pro, really. Well, the iPhone oh, no, 11 so Pro was is twenty two thousand. Okay, Euro. right. Okay, so for twenty thousand rand, we get the base model of Samsung's new flagship. Yes, yeah.
1: and it's not. Signal, that's actually worse than the than the S Ten Plus, which you can now pick up at a discount. Mm. Um, I've seen it around for like seventeen thousand rand. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. It okay, doesn't have a headphone jack.
0: Yeah, but I think we have <laughs> to resign ourselves to the inevitable yes, by this time next year no one will be able to I actually
1: prefer yeah the camera the front facing camera off to the side a little bit Mm -hmm. instead of having it in the middle Mm. because now I notice it more when it was off to the side like you don't notice it as much Mm. (laughs) okay but now that it's like dead center I just don't notice these
0: things at all ever but then I don't watch full screen videos for hours and yeah it just doesn't bother me at all so I do still think that I will get value out of a stylus which is why the note still works for me there are very few other phones produced with a stylus LG produces a great stylus phone for a mere five thousand rand big screen great stylus does the job obviously samsung stylus is a whole lot more sophisticated so if you're going to use those features maybe you want to consider the yeah, note 10 and,
1: and decks on windows i tried it on my windows laptop oh. it's great okay it's it's all right it's fine it's not twenty thousand rand but i just want to point out that they are playing cool in the gang at the spur yes that they are they are we are They're playing get down on it anyway yeah that's enough enough note 10 talk for me I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not really convinced i, I still want to try so out the small one though so if you um, if you want one i think is the one to get if you want to look at the big ass phone
0: screens now with top spec all singing all dancing you've got a choice of about four um Huawei launched its mate 30 uh, uh, which is a jolly interesting product as well we, just, we discussed that on and off and it's its limitations the problem they're having with donald trump america and android so we won't get into that again but that launched last week then two weeks ago um the iphone 11 Flowmax. Oh sorry, I Pro mean Pro Max. Max. Oh Flowmax um launched which is also 6.5 inch? Uh, 6.3 no, no no. Yes, no.
1: it's 6.3. Not more? No, it's 6.3 okay. inches.
0: Okay. Yeah. 6.3. So the iPhone 11 uh, Pro Flowmax. Max uh, will be close to twenty four thousand RAM. Yes. Yeah. For the, for the base model, entry level model, sixty four So you've got yeah. your Note Ten Plus, you've got your iPhone equivalent, you've got your Huawei equivalent, and we would really ideally uh, have loved to see the LG V fifty, which would have been LG's equivalent. But I have it on authority from Lindsay. That they won't be bringing it to South Africa. Yes. Okay, so that—that's the bottom line on your megaphones.
1: Yeah. So mate, mate, was a you were you were you were saying that there was no like South African coverage on it. There was no pricing out. Yeah, there was nothing. Nothing. We barely got a, a press yeah. release. Um, the journalists at the event, which you skipped, did you say journalist <laughs> singular? <laughs> uh, journalists singular? Uh-huh. Journalists. Um, even the guys were flown up from Cape Town. Uh-huh. They weren't allowed to take any pictures of the devices in the demo area. Why? Um, I. I so in a lot of European, I saw a lot of European guys um, covering it, and they were saying that it didn't even really exist on the Huawei websites um, in their countries.
0: Yeah, that's that's my concern. So, so at least
1: what? we have it on the main page of. of Consumer.Huawei.com forward slash Z A. Okay. Because uh, I'm,
0: I'm really intrigued by this whole operating so system. I wrote this are they trying to downplay it or something? I, I,
1: I, I, I wrote this whole spiel about how the Mate 30 is the best phone you shouldn't buy um, on that opinion guide at mm. ZLA. And I wrote that on Monday. And the very next day, which was yesterday, mm. the Heritage Day, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. where we are, um there were all sorts of YouTube videos coming out about how to download Google apps onto your Huawei device. I see your, already, already the, the workarounds. Yes, yeah. Okay. So it's like there's a there's an app that you search for in the Huawei app gallery. Yeah. And through that you just like granted some permissions. Okay. And then it downloads Play Store and all, all the. Google right So apps the old side loading. Listening. Yeah. Downloads. Place so the yeah. Google Play services and the Play Store, and then obviously Play Store. You yeah,
0: I I mean, if you are Huawei, you probably made that as easy as possible, yeah. and did absolutely nothing about yeah. preventing people so, from doing that. Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. the,
1: they. But that was the day before they actually put out a press release. That was what I responded to, where they said that the bootloader would not be unlocked, so you wouldn't be able to easily obtain root for the device. Okay, this. sideload inside load the Google apps.
0: Yeah, for those who are who are arriving at this issue for the first time, we've been debating non-stop for the last several yeah. months. Uh, what a Huawei would do if it was not allowed yeah. to use Android on its phones as per um, new legislation from the Trump government, and this is the this the May thirty is. Um, Huawei's first or second response to that question, which is why it's important to see if anybody could break away from Android how they would do it, what they would do, and how it would work out in the market. So we're about to find all that out. But let's not get stuck on that. Yeah, so it's
1: just an app that you download from Huawei App Gallery, and there you go, Bob's your uncle. Mm. So maybe you should get to make 30... And they'll probably sell it at a, at a cheap I'd, price. I'd be interested. Oh, if
0: nothing else, it might be a collector's item. It's <laughs> the
1: first phone that broke <laughs> from
0: Android. And, you know. um, now, I didn't actually see this. I'm quite the big rugby fan, as are yes. we both. And I always line up my viewing. I visit my aunt, who has DSTV <laughs> down the road. Go and watch <laughs> there. Um, and I hear that the live stream, yes. the much-touted live stream, failed. And people were left without a game,
1: basically. Oh, oh, there was DSTV uh, Now. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. So I, I think was, people had planned to watch. I almost fell foul of it, because what happened was, if you had, like, started watching the pre-game stuff, mm. you were left on. I But see. then people who connected... As when the game started, they okay. were locked out. So it I wonder if, they, if they'd limited the number of streams or I don't something. think so. I think they just... Overloaded something. Yeah, they, oh, okay. they didn't have... The dynamic scaling wasn't yes, yes, in, yes, enough okay. in the background. But I mean the
0: disaster. And you can just imagine South African Twitter erupting yeah. as the stream goes dead. Yeah, so you know? I was...
1: I actually... I got into the shower and I let the kids watch the opening ceremony from mm-hmm. the day before. Oh, okay. And then we watched some of the, the pre-game, uh-huh. pre-game stuff. Yeah, and then went like straight Boom. into it okay. which was, oh, which was okay, great okay. and my stream actually worked because uh, i like i did because my sister came over and like a friend of mine came over ooh, to watch the game high risk high so risk. i switched off all my devices <laughs> in the house <laughs> <laughs> to make sure the stream handled at max, very smart,
0: very smart. I actually lowered it
1: to, I think uh, the, you can set it to like a medium uh, here Okay, okay. So you paper. wanted you wanted yeah. reliability more yeah. than you needed yeah. Yeah. quality. So we were Absolutely. watching probably at like five five sixty three or something. Okay, okay, cool, cool, were, cool. It played cool. throughout. Okay. I'm mean, a high risk strategy <laughs> having people like over for a streaming sports Drifting it. away.
0: No. <laughs> okay, high risk strategy. Well done, well done. So I still haven't streamed the Springbok rugby game, but I shall. Sometime soon.
1: Yes, uh, that's on DSTV now. They're not streaming it on Showmax. Okay. Um, On Showmax, they do have very comprehensive live, Mm. uh, not live, highlights packages, Mm. and all the magazine show packages as well. So how do you get DSTV now? Um, You need somebody with a DSTV premium subscription. And then you use their login. So you can't get DSTV now as a standalone product? You download it as a standalone app, but you need a login. You have to have a DSTV
0: proper account. Yeah, premium subscription, yes. So this is just an internet option on yes. your existing satellite yes. subscription. Yes. right? Okay. which I think is great, actually. Well, but that's just because you're hijacking on your sister's DSTV yes. subscription. <laughs> I think this is a great option, he says.
1: If any of the listeners don't know yet, SABC actually secured the radio-only rights for streaming or at least broadcasting the Springbok games. So it's all the, pool the Springbok games. pool games plus quarterfinals plus semifinals and final. Right. that you can hear on STC Radio. yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into No, they have rights for me. the semi-finals. Oh, oh, even if the box is yeah. not in yes. it, right, I yeah.
0: see, 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 okay. All which right. they will be, Gavin, now we're gonna course, win the thing. Of course, absolutely, we're just teasing people with a false start there. Um, right, uh, I was busy researching electric bicycles, which then got me onto electric cars, which then got me onto mini cars, these tiny little two-seater cars that you see zipping around in Europe and that we have seen from time to time in South Africa, like the smart cars and those things. And I decided to look at what the electric car offering was in South Africa. And I don't know much about the industry, nothing like what you know about the industry, but I got stuck with basically two options, BMW and Nissan Leaf. These were my two options. These were the only two cars I could see were broadly supported through sales and everything else. The BMW i3 is their sort of golf equivalent hatchback, or polo golf style hatchback, except the BMW pricing. And uh, the Nissan Leaf, which is also, it's probably the Ford equivalent, you know, hatchback kind of thing. Um, I don't know what the Nissan price is. My understanding is the BMW i3 uh, is somewhere in the region of... of 600,000 Rand. 600,000 Rand. That's 600,000 Rand for an electric hatchback car. Yes. I mean...
1: (laughs) Okay, what does a new GTI cost? I don't know. Uh, around that price, I think. Uh, oh really? The, the new GTI, is, I think it's 720,000 or 680,000. Good I gracious. speak in the correction. Right. Well, there's um, a good
0: chance your i3 will still drop them at the lights, but who knows? <laughs> no. Okay, so I was a little shocked that the 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 sort of the, the pocket hatchback car in South Africa was 600,000. Yeah. And how much is the Nissan Leaf?
1: Nissan uh, Leaf has actually just run out of the 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 first generation production, okay. and the second gen is expected to arrive towards the end of last of next year. Sorry. Okay, but give us a ballpark pricing for the last. Uh, one. You ballpark. ballpark, ballpark. You can, you're looking at about like four and upwards of three fifty thousand? All right. Four. Okay, so three but three the, 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 the fifty. Loss, the last, the I've driven two versions of mm. it, and it. Wasn't great. <laughs> okay. Okay, but, no, but, you, but you must get your expectations.
0: You drive far too many sexy cars, so your expectations no, are but automatically. It, it in wasn't the wrong place. So
1: I'm 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 on board, fully on board for electric revolution. I okay. try and drive as many of them as I can. Mm. Um, I'm trying to get the I place this a company called Everything Forty Seven or a mm. website that's giving away like a oh, day, daily. Oh daily, yes, a, yes. You yeah. told us about this yeah. last
0: week, your planned yes. daily jaunts So so Jaguar has come into the market in a big way, and with a, by a big way I mean over a million bucks for the car, yes, yes? So, yeah. so it is like 1.2 million. Right, so let's all rush out and drop that milk. But it
1: is, it is by all accounts and and it pains me to say this because I've been bashing Jaguar uh-huh. for years for okay. like just selling the same car uh-huh. in like different guises uh-huh. like forever and they always like late to technology okay but it was a good product it's a very very good so product. so that's it, the Jaguar i yeah the Jaguar 1. I-Pace 2 million yes oh, okay. yeah starting price before you even bolt on the. so
0: it's kind of it's a mid-size SUV yeah yeah, yeah it's about, so the, it's not a Land about Land the size cruiser. of like a, of a yeah. Freelander or a, okay. what's
1: it um the right. Discovery Sport and the Range Rover Evoque. Okay, right, okay. So it's, okay. Like, yeah, so it's, it's
0: a, a mid-size. Okay, so that's 1.2 million for the Base Jaguar. Yeah. That's 600,000 for the baby yeah. BMW. There's a BMW i8, but we won't even go into that. No, but the i8
1: is also a, a hybrid.
0: <laughs> okay, it is one of the yeah. most sexy looking cars I've ever seen. It's not full anyway. electric. <laughs> okay, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we've got the BMW i3. And then we've got the Nissan Leaf, whose first incarnation is going away to be replaced by a new model. But we think the base model might get down as low as 350, yeah. 400 more likely, which I think is probably the much more attractive proposition yeah. for most people, regardless of the finishes of the car. I mean, price points, you just can't say 600,000. So 600, maxed out BMW. with like so the full
1: battery capacity mm-hmm. and the range extender engine. So mm-hmm. they have like a little. It's on it's the, in the, the Leaf. Yeah, yeah. on the, no, the i3. I3, right. Okay. Um, you're looking at about. Two hundred and fifty kilometers of range, mm-hmm. um, which that's is adequate, man. It's yeah. Adequate. yeah, which is which is really 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 good, and yeah, you charge them up, they you, they fit most, or at least they use most um, charging. Domestic chargers can work. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. very slow the domestic oh, charger, but it can, can work. The Jaguar Eye the one thing I think that's very cheeky of uh-huh. them. They'll sell you that car, uh-huh. um, but you have to buy the cable separately. <laughs> Okay, uh, the cable so probably cost the, the same as an air conditioner. Yeah, the cable man. that you're plugging into your your standard house socket, yeah. which would then take about anything from a very long time to 10 hours to recharge. That's not bad. But That's not bad. they've gone into partnership with a company called um, Grid Cars. Uh-huh. So they do a lot of infrastructure, charging infrastructure. And there's a list on the Jaguar website of... Charge points. Yeah, of charging points. So they've gone actually quite far along the N1 and N2... So, you can get all the way from Johannesburg. So, they're running at about 450 kilometers of a single Yeah, to So, charge. you're going you're to charge three times on the way yeah. to Joburg, yeah? So, at these, at these charging points, they have the DC chargers, so the 60 kilowatt chargers. Mm. Fast charge. Which will get you 0 to 80% in 72 minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I mean I think what we're saying is the charge stations have been a big inhibitor to the rollout of electric cars, especially yeah. in South Africa, not just the price. Because at three hundred and fifty Rand for a Nissan Leaf, that's not over the top. Six hundred thousand Rand for an I three BMW is a bit yeah. over the top. But the charge stations have been a problem. So a lot of energy has gone into that. And, for example, BMW and Nissan are supposed to be working together on rolling out charge stations. You might see them at some high-end malls and that kind of thing. But as Lindsay told me earlier, BMW now has charge stations at most of its dealerships, which is a good way to go. Um, And then Jaguar is also trying to be very aggressive in its rollout of charge stations. And this is all good. And then yesterday I saw a press release from a company called Generation.E. And they are doing a kind of media junket in which they drive from Pretoria to Cape Town and unveil charging stations all along the route so i I guess that means they're already in place and they're just opening them but it means the charge stations are rapidly sort of coming along and i don't you know if you're just doing typical city commuting between the charge station near your office and your socket at home you're you're totally covered you know you're not going to try more than 120 k's in a day around the city
1: there's plug-in hybrids that you can get so volvo has the xc90 um the t8 is their plug-in hybrid So that gives you about 35 Ks of charge of a full, I mean 35 Ks of range on a full Mm. charge. I've done that Mm. um, from home to the office already on the commute completely on on electricity, uh, which was great. I've also done a trip up the garden route using like the hybrid mode, Mm -hmm. which actually worked out really good because on like a really high performance engine, you're getting like seven to eight liters by 100 k's which was fantastic okay Uh, so
0: i mean what we're saying is it's slowly becoming a more attractive proposition lindsay has a very big conspiracy theory about how the the motor companies the motor companies are obliged to not make the electric cars too attractive because they make all their money out of servicing the petrol cars yes and the petrol cars have got gazillions more parts to break and stuff so they kind of gonna shoot themselves in the foot if they move to these electric cars where nothing needs to be fixed exactly so Uh, uh, this is Lindy's conspiracy theory. I have kind of contention with that, but he knows a lot more about the industry than I do, so maybe I should shut up. But don't, yeah. let's not get into <laughs> it now. Let's we'll move on. <laughs> move on. Move on. Cool. Gavin, you were talking about how to's the last time. Man, I really, really, oh gosh, I don't know where we are on time for this episode, but I really wanted to understand the tap to pay principles. Okay. Okay. Now, you may have seen people in your supermarket take out their bank card and instead of sliding it into the the bank machine like they normally do uh, at the at the till in order to pay they um, end up taking the card and touching it onto the 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 pay point and the transaction goes through that way so this is one version of touch to pay which Lindsay's going to explain to us in a minute but I'm going to move on quickly then there's another version where you take the phone and you take the phone and touch it onto the card machine at the till point and that execute a different kind of transaction. There's a third transaction where you take your phone and you scan barcodes. But I don't want to get too much into that. But I'm interested in those first two. One, you take the card, you touch it onto the card machine. What's going on there? Two, you take your phone,
1: you're touching it onto the card yes. machine. What's going on
0: there? Just give us give us an idea.
1: So there's a so by now you know near field communication. Those chips that are in your phone that allow you to access certain information or
0: NFC very yeah. very low power network basically.
1: Yeah. So there's NFC coils or chip inside of most bank cards that are issued nowadays, and then there's NFC readers. A lot of the, the point of sale uh, machines, so the card machines, are equipped with NFC. Mm, so when so it gives you that little tap sign, it's like a little, like your your network signal sign with a little hand or card. Yes. What does it look like again?
0: I forget. Okay. So so when you look at your bank card, that little brass coloured thing, yeah. the size of a fingernail, smaller than a fingernail even, that the, is the it's a RFID chip actually yes, Yeah. Yes. So a radio frequency chip so it doesn't have any power of its own but it uses the power of the device that it connects to yeah. to activate itself yeah, yeah. Okay. so
1: there it's just about your bank obviously authorizing that sort of payment methods through the POS network and then it's the POS machine reading the information on the chip, no. and then saying cool. Up to five hundred and I think you can do without any. Yes, button. you don't have to put in a PIN number. Yes, the actually just goes through as you make contact. Yes, yeah. and then like the lights light up. <laughs> okay so so two
0: things i want to point out first of all this whole business is called contactless payment yes but as Lindsay pointed out to me <laughs> you are making contact but you don't technically need to be making contact you're actually forming a form of wireless connection yeah. between the two devices it's just convenient to put them in contact with each other but technically you wouldn't have to. yes um the near field communication nfc is the networking protocol that joins the two yeah. things together and most people just tap things to each other but you don't
1: have to yeah right. so these exist also in certain watches as well yes. so like fitbit and garmin have garmin and fitbit right it. so yeah. so here you've got your banking
0: details stored on your watch so you're taking the watch and you're touching it to the bank card yes. machine instead yes. and you're simply sharing your banking details yes. with the vendor yes. right
1: through the watch so there's a yeah okay. there's a whole tokenization okay thing so that now, happens in the background okay, now here's what weirds me yeah. out
0: How to do it? Okay, first of all, it's unclear if all banks... If you've got a bank card with the Rifford chip in it, the little brass-coloured tack, if you... If all banks currently support this. Standard yes, banks. as far bank. as I know, yes. Okay, right. You've got one of those cards. You can touch your card onto the machine. If your purchase is below 500 Rand, the transaction just goes through instantly. Yes. If it's above if it's 500 that, Rand, then you'd still need to put you, in your pin. Yes. In which case, you save no time and effort at all because you would need to have done that <laughs> anyway. Okay, so that's touching your card. Okay, so now
1: touching your phone. Okay, so, so bad if good touch, bad
0: touch. If Sorry. and b
1: are the only bank that I know of in this country whose app supports right like doing all that tap-to-pay things through your phone's nfc chip. okay
0: so now you take the phone you touch it to the bank card machine and using nfc again except not the nfc in the card this time the nfc in the phone it transmits your banking details to the vendor to conclude the transaction but only if you're using FNB and using the FNB app. Yes. Mm. Yes. As far as I know, that's the only one. Okay. So it's possible Standard Bank might do it. We don't know for sure, but we yeah. know for sure that FNB does it, which means in theory, they could all do it.
1: Yes. Mm. Mm. Okay. Then you get Samsung Pay.
0: <laughs> right. Now, this is <laughs> things get really weird. Okay. Now, so let's, s- let's allow for the fact that Sa- uh, that that Lindsay's a big Samsung Pay fan. Yeah. So okay. Samsung, just Samsung Pay filter now out the uses yeah.
1: Standard Bank, Absa, Ned Bank, and if no, not F and D. almost all the big ones. Yeah, okay. And Samsung Pay will do all of the tap to pay things as well. Mm. So in the Samsung Pay app, you swipe up, or at least however you set it to access your card. okay. So you input your card details, and then it verifies it with your bank. Right. So
0: Samsung Pay takes your card information, checks with your yeah. bank, and the bank authorizes Samsung Pay to do transactions yes. for you. Right? So now okay. you've done
1: all of that stuff, and you roll up, and you're buying something. Right. And it, it's a tap-to-pay POS, right. point-of-sale machine. Right. So then you can just launch Samsung Pay, uh-huh. um, use your biometric method to activate the system. So uh, using your, your fingerprint um, or your iris
0: scanner, whichever... Okay, so this is in Samsung Pay. Samsung Pay is going to ask you to authenticate yes. yourself. right? So then okay, it, like right. for
1: 30 seconds, it activates all of its... 30 seconds. Yeah. Okay, I don't want
0: to know. Yeah. You're standing there
1: at the Vita and the queue behind you is going... Uh. No, so so you, okay. you, you've processed everything. You've scanned all your stuff at right. the pick and Pay. Okay. And the bowl comes up, and then you open up your Samsung Open pay, up your Samsung Pay app. And you choose the card that you want to use. Okay, you authenticate so you, yourself. You choose the card yeah. you want the
0: transaction to go through. Then you authenticate. Okay. And then right.
1: it... it, it it, like, activates all of its antennas and stuff. Right, and then you tap with then the you, phone. Then you tap, and then you'll get a little check checkmark. Mm. Um, but if the device, if the POS machine isn't a tap-to-pay Yes, that's one, the bank card machine, yes. folks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then Samsung do something called magnetic strip. Technology yes. MST. This, this
0: is almost like getting into the weeds, but I'm going to yeah. let you keep going. So okay? what it
1: does is it clones a magnetic field. It creates a magnetic field, so it's like the black strip, magnetic strip on your card. It creates. It's a that very old-fashioned way yeah. of
0: doing things, but it still exists.
1: So then you take your phone, you go through all the authentication thing, mm. and you get the system started, mm. and you hold it on the side of the swipe. Where side. you would swipe the card yes. on the side of the machine in the so old-fashioned way magnetic field interacts with the device and mm. it reads it as a card right. sometimes very 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 few times you actually have to mimic a swipe you have to slide the phone down <laughs> the side of the machine okay fine. but that's very it's out, uh, that's okay. outliers i'm amazed
0: you've even done it okay right fine fine Woolworths before they
1: enable Jeez. the nfc okay yeah i see yeah. they're much more up on it now. yeah yeah, yeah they, okay. they, they they you needed to slide right it, so
0: what would be the advantage of using samsung pay instead of just using the app from my bank Oh, because the app from my bank doesn't work except for f doesn't,
1: yeah, and it mm. doesn't have the MST thing. Damn, okay. So, like, having a Samsung, a high-end Samsung phone, because yes. it's only on the flagships.
0: Okay, that's about yeah. five or six phones up at the top yeah. of the
1: range. Yeah, okay. So, um, using that, it's like carrying your card with you. Okay. And you don't have to carry your card. Yes. So, I love it because I don't have to take my wallet with me. Right. So, I can, like, leave my wallet in the car. Mm. So, Samsung Pay is supported...
0: My by, by all the banks and by all the vendors. Yes. Well, just about. Yeah. You know, which is which is why Lindsay's so big on that solution. The inhibitor there is you have to have top-end Samsung yes. phone, which I mean, there's a fair number of you I'm sure listening to this podcast. And then you get podcast, stuck in
1: very very interesting conversations with cashiers who insist that it can't be done. Yes, you know? and okay. then you like trust me, <laughs> it will work. No, but okay. our machine doesn't do tap. No, okay. this will work.
0: All right, so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just imagine. I mean, I've seen people <laughs> trying to deny that it's going to happen because they're very anxious. Okay, so we've just covered three things there. One, you can press your bank card, just about all the major yeah. banks now. offer that, simply press your, your card. If it's got a little brass chip in it, press it onto the point of sale bank, b- yeah. bank card machine or you can tap with your phone against the bank card machine but at the moment only if you're fnb and you're using the fnb app that's a bit of a shame i would have to say and the last option is samsung pay which will allow you to use any any of the cards from any of the big banks that have been authorized to work in your samsung pay app but then of course you have to have a samsung phone yes so you know there's a couple of inhibitors on all three of those methods but okay we've we've skimmed through it (laughs) so to speak um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay we skimmed through it we are going to cover this in some depth in tech magazine we're also covering electric bicycles which is how we got onto the electric mini car story um so do look up the magazine to find out how all this tap to f- uh, tap to pay stuff works and what you can and what you can't do
1: yes all right um gavin we didn't have any products last week yes but we, we were good anyway let's product Dang. it out today <laughs> let's open up our take a lot app right and let's find the treasure I see they have the big tech brand sale going yeah, on right yeah, now, and
0: I can't deny there was a lot of good stuff on the list. But so I if have you were going to make tech
1: purchases now, is a good time. I have unearthed oh. the Canon two hundred D DSLR. So most people think that yes, phone cameras are really good right mm-hmm. now, but there is still a level of quality that you get off a standalone DSLR camera, which is amazing. And the Canon, they launched it one hundred D two years, three years ago, mm. and it was great. It's like. it's their their crop sensor so it's Mm. the APS-C sensor so it's not a full frame Mm -hmm. camera But it's fully plastic bowl, so mm. it's super light and it's super compact. Okay. And it's okay. it's got no weather ceiling. So, so it's, it's s- so it's not quite a starter camera.
0: It's just above the yeah, starter. Yeah, it's camera. It's, mm. it's
1: it's the best image quality to mm. price ratio okay, that, that, that I can get. You get all And, that and your your hallmarks. your
0: yes, all good, thank you. thank you. And your price there was
1: so this is nine thousand seven hundred and ninety nine rand, but okay. for a bundle which includes a 50mm prime lens that's f1.8 lens mm. a 75 to 300 zoom lens mm. and the kit 18 to 55 lens which is incredible and you get a bag and you get a 64 gig SanDisk God. Ultra
0: yeah that's pretty good. That's pretty yeah, good. That's 64 gig will do you for a while. Okay, so that's the 200D. Yeah, is the body. Yes, the that's 200 That's great. Okay, that is actually a good deal. I can't argue with that. So you're getting three lenses in there, really. The kit lens a 55 and a zoom a significant zoom yeah and, and that, that, 50,
1: that 50 more will be amazing because to take portraits and stuff right. there's not yes, a yes, portrait mode on yeah. a phone that can match that, that. quality agreed <laughs>
0: agreed okay so the, the yeah for those people who are struggling with artistic expression there's a really good camera that's above your starter yeah. your starter camera um i'm going to speak in three products but i'm going to go really fast oh goodness okay, you okay, have okay. like The Sennheiser HD 4.50 Bluetooth noise cancelling headphones, those are down from over 300, uh, over 3000 Rand to 1,899 Rand. If you're looking for Audio file, oh, I didn't even see that. Audio file quality. Audio file quality hits a great bold, great nice conservative look. Exceptional Sennheiser sound. You can't do better than the Sennheiser HD 4.50 BT Bluetooth NC noise cancelling headphones. They're over-ear, extremely comfortable. All right, I'm going to jump right along. I've discovered the virtues of big monitors, man, and Dell make great monitors. Dell SE2419H, <laughs> that's SE2419H, 24 inch full HD monitor. Looks really nice, great ergonomic looking stand, 24 inch monitor, you won't look back. And finally, a Dell laptop. This is a slightly older model, but it's very robust. It's not the most sexy looking thing, but it's the kind of thing that really works as a workhorse for a mere 6,000 Rand. The Dell Inspiron 15. 3581, which is a Core i3 model, 15 inch screen, 6,000 Rand, a real workhorse PC if you're looking for an entry level PC. Don't get anything below a Core i3, please. Okay, that's the Dell Inspiron 15 3581. All right, so we've covered my Dell 24-inch monitor, my Dell 15-inch entry-level notebook for 6,000 Rand. Oh, my Dell monitor, by the way, was 2,000 Rand. I may have forgotten to mention that. My Dell laptop for 6,000 Rand, my Sennheiser headphones for 1,900 Rand. I'm done. Cool.
1: Cool. Um, Gavin, anything else going on? You have maybe five seconds that you can Uh, promote anything? No, no, we
0: are giving away magazines, stickers, uh, T-shirts, hats all manner of merchandise at comic-con this past weekend and we'll be doing it again at rage expo the big uh national gaming expo next weekend do come and visit us there and collect some merch tell us how much you love the podcast tell your friends they can find the podcast either in their podcatcher or on spotify or on youtube or they can visit the tech magazine website that's tech magazine Cozar.
1: Yeah, I am sharpshooters across social media. S H A R P S C H U T T E R S. I am that opinion guy on the internet. Thatopinionguy.co.za is the website. That opinion guy on YouTube. Check me out there. Um, discussing a lot of things. Putting up an NHI national health insurance Ooh, video soon. Um, there's the Sony XB. Speaker SPS with the lights, forty-three. Yeah, yeah, two-four something, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. XP Nice. 24, 240 something, something like that. Uh, it's nice, nice speaker. That video is going up soon. Um, it's actually quite psychedelic. And it has
0: like throbbing colorful lights and strobes and things and then on top of that you can add beats
1: into the music by slapping on the speaker can you yes, believe i did not go deep into that i not
0: get it to work for <laughs> <with> you okay
1: <laughs> anyway and then obviously no 10 plus reviews are going up soon and uh-huh. soon apple reviews actually got mm. added to the apple the iphone review list yay not interested in the iphone review list i hope they know i'm not interested we'll we'll see i think i may have said that i might be able to get them into the ring oh oh,
0: my lord
1: okay fine cool